It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Style and City Diaries. Brought to you by your favorite and fabulous cousins, Prinny Ray. And Amber Lowe. Yes! Wow. wow. That was a wrong lyric. That Sorry. was wrong. But I understand why she got confused, because she is super <laughs> excited. We have a very exciting and special guest we in the do. building. I feel like this is a long time coming. I don't know why we never thought to do something like this before. But we're here now. Obviously, you know, we've been with you guys for three odd years. You've been on our journeys where we're talking about life, relationships, all the dramas. And we're kind of getting to healthier points. Yes. We've we grown. Have, we have come a long way. A very and long way. And with our mental health as well. Yes. Um, but for the first time ever, we actually have a real life professional with us. Yes. We've got Dr. Florencia. Woo! Hello, guys. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you for joining yes. us. Uh, so, Dr. Florencia, you are a psychologist. Yeah. And a relationship coach. Yes, I am indeed. Yes. Which is super exciting. Sorry? Which is really exciting. Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> You must hear so much tea. I do. Yeah. I do. On a daily basis. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's part of life, isn't it? Yeah. So, and that's yeah. what I'm here for. I'm here to hold people's hand through their experiences. So, oh, yeah. yes. Needed, needed. Start off by telling us about yourself, about your journey and how you got to where you are as a relationship coach. Sure. So, um, I pretty much started working for the NHS as a psychologist and what I noticed was just I was getting kind of a repeated I don't know kind of client if you like um they were you know quite young uh millennial um they were from marginalized backgrounds or they were women of color and they all came initially with various difficulties and presentations, but what was at the core was relationship difficulties mm. and relationship trauma, attachment difficulties. So over the years, I thought, okay, I, there is something here. There is something that I can offer. Um, so, so yeah, so that's why I started my, my private practice and uh, specializing in attachment, trauma and relationship difficulties. So, yeah. I feel like I just want you in my pocket already. I'm not going to fit in your pocket, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I feel when you were just saying that, I felt so triggered because the first time I ever 
um, got in touch with a therapist to mm. seek help was because of a relationship issue. Mm. I couldn't breathe. Mm. <laughs> I needed to talk to somebody. And it's true, like, we don't realise a lot of the things that affect us and issues really do stem from, like, relationships. Sometimes not even just... Um, romantic even like relationships with like family members and Absolutely. attachment and all of that so yeah you're doing the lord's work yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it's it's needed and and you know what i've come to find is that well actually let me start here i went through quite difficult relationships myself you know quite traumatic relationships um so when i was going through that i felt like it's probably something to do with me. Is there something innately wrong with me, perhaps? So, I, and I wasn't quite sure how to deal with it. Um, but I was through therapy um, that allowed me to to actually view the situation differently, get to know myself in a in a deeper way. But also, what that pushed me to do was to seek out community. Right, so I don't know if you if you guys know, but Clubhouse was mm. a thing. Yeah, 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 oh my god, yeah, yeah. Clubhouse. Clubhouse was a thing a few a few years ago, and and I jumped on Clubhouse and I jumped into women specific spaces, especially for for Black women, and I would just listen to their stories. And these are women from all over the world, right? Mm. And they were speaking about their relationship traumas and you know attachment, you know difficulties, but also just the share violence sometimes that they've experienced right in their life in in one way shape or form and i thought wow so it's not just me then I'm, there's mm. nothing inherently wrong with me like this is a global phenomena that we need to tackle right so a safety the safety of women and empowering women um and teaching women that actually you do have power and you do have control in your relationships and you don't have to put up with nonsense. I don't know if you can swear on this book. No, but, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> yeah, so you don't have to put up with shit, okay? Yeah. Um and and yeah. So so that is what fired me up. I was like, yeah, I need to I need to do something. I don't know I, at that at that time I wasn't quite sure what mm. just yet. But but yeah, that is what will let me here really. Yeah. I feel like it's crazy that you said like it is a global phenomenon. Yeah. Phenomenon. Yeah. Mm. Like it's mad that so many women experience the same things. Mm. And I feel like it's just been getting worse. Mm. Mm. And it's like, what is the issue here? Like <laughs> no, yeah. is yeah. it men? Are men mad? Are we like what like I just don't get it. Mm. Like I've been having a really difficult time mm. with men or like just trying to understand, well, who wants to understand men anyway, but trying to <sighs> understand them. And then I feel like, you know, we do a lot of self work and like self valuations, like look at ourselves, we're like, okay, well maybe we handled this situation probably, but, but it's like, no, but everyone's still going through this. Yeah. Mm. Like what, what, what do we do? Mm. Well, just to use my experience as an example, um, and that, puts things into into context right i grew up in in holland um and i was raised by immigrant parents they're from both from ghana so and if you know anything about the immigrant story Girl. <laughs> right? um like my parents were overworked you know i have had little uh you know resources um but i had a very tumultuous relation with my mom 
So without, uh, you know, obviously I don't want to trigger anyone too much, but overall, like what I, what I observed my, my mom doing essentially was projecting her self-hatred onto me. So, you know, so she, she basically pushed me to, you know, to bleach my skin from a very young age um she always had a very very derogatory comments about the way i looked about my you know about my weight you know the list i mean the list goes on um so you know so that was obviously what i had experienced growing up and you know for i mean yeah for 15 years of my life or so so when you think about attachment right my first experience of a relationship that is obviously you know you look at your caregivers right so in my experience my caregiver is very abusive very violent not very patient um she doesn't really hold me in, in you know in high regard and then if i looked at my my dad at the time although i kind of put him on a pedestal at the time but he didn't protect me from her mm. right so these two kind of ideals of what I thought, you know, a relationship should look like is then embedded in my psyche. So then as an adult, you go out, you know, you date, you meet people. And what I found was I was gravitating towards men who were actually embodying my mother. Wow. And I didn't, I didn't realize that, right? So I would, I would find myself in a cycle of meeting men who are abusive men who are very dominant very very alpha like you know that hyper masculine kind of man um and you know what i was essentially asking or seeking from them was the complete opposite which was kindness mm. you know being patient having compassion you know being emotionally available and all these things but they were not able to give me that but i was yearning for it so much that i was willing to just completely ignore all of the you know red flags and all of the really harmful behavior so i cut myself in this revolving door it's just a repeated cycle so so like i said earlier you know when i got into therapy and partly it was also because I had to, because I was training to become, you know, a therapist as well. But partly also because I knew that I had to, you know, do the internal work. That is when I started to basically peel back the layers of trying to understand my story and trying to understand how my past is informing my mm. present. So, yeah. Yeah. See, that makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah. I feel like in the past two years, like, I was able to do a lot of work, like, I feel like I self, this is not a word, but I've made it up, self-therapize a lot, mm. in the sense where I'm like, okay, I know why my attachment style is like this, mm. I know why I'm able to get rid of people, is because my dad wasn't in my life, whatever, I don't really have an attachment, like, I can do all those things, mm. but then it's like, and then it just how stops. do you work how through how do i work through it and then, and then like navigate life trying to avoid but then i just feel like i don't know maybe some subconsciously i do end up going for like those same types of yeah mm. actually just to latch on to your question and it's it's gonna sound silly but mm. work with me <laughs> like how do i explain 
do you is it that individuals like whoever we are we're attracted to specific types of people because of like whatever traumas or previous relationships um relationships we have with like our parents and stuff like are we attracted to these people and or are they attracted to us like Mm. is it a two-way exchange that maybe we're giving off something that because i know that like Mm. i i this is something another thing to deal with in therapy but i went through a phase of like liking people back right but it was always the same type of person so it wasn't as if i was like actively seeking that type of person but they were attracted to me absolutely so is it like we're wearing something on ourselves or presenting mm. something that's attractive i don't know sorry mm, it's getting yeah. really deep really psychological yeah right? yeah yeah no but that that is exactly it it is a two-way street so just as much as i was seeking out a certain type of guy they were also seeking out a certain type of woman as well and you know in those cases women who are vulnerable women who don't have you know much of much of self-confidence per se you know women who i don't know don't really have much of a like a social system around them you know so so yeah it definitely goes both ways and and it's it's really weird because i asked my therapist at the time as well like well what is it that i need to do like what is it that i need to do here like (laughs) you know i can't keep going through this constantly and it's more so just knowing and being aware that in and of itself can be enough for you to basically be able to catch yourself when it happens, right? Because normally we kind of like go through the motions and then something terrible happens and then you think, oh my gosh, like I found myself here again. But actually, usually... (laughs) (laughs) Are you blind? Yeah, but but normally, like, the behavior starts to show itself Mm. right at the start. So if you have the awareness and if you know what to look out for and you are in tune with yourself, you you know when something isn't really aligned with you or something that, you know, something is off and then go a different direction. So, yeah. I feel like it's hard as well because then you don't know like at what point should I maybe give this person grace and it's like this Mm. is just a slip up to no this is okay. (laughs) 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 I was I was waiting for the experts to step in. (laughs) No, this is what they're like. Okay, I feel like because like you can go through situations and then and then you get guarded and then you're like, well, everyone's like that. Mm. Don't trust. Everyone's like, yeah. That. How do you and balance like, how it? How do you balance the give this person a chance? Sure. And see, because I feel like I'm very much at that state where like, don't trust what you say. You're mm. lying. You're mm. lying. You're lying to me. Mm. And it's like I'm. I feel like I'm at a point where like, I'm never gonna be able to give that person an opportunity because I just don't trust you. Mm. Like when. At what point sh- should you like give the person grace? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm not your therapist. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's actually but, not that deep. But. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say, in that case, what I would say is, I, it doesn't sound as if that you're ready to date at this yeah. moment in time. Mm. and I, I yeah and i know i'm so sorry but yeah no it is what i that is what i would suggest because you do need to give people the opportunity to to show that they are okay and that they yeah. can meet your needs mm. so uh, you know it does require a level of vulnerability and trust 
to connect with someone otherwise you know how how is it going to work yeah. you have to meet them in the middle somewhere so if you feel like internally if you feel like okay well actually i don't feel like i've processed my experiences as as well as i thought i have or you know and maybe i just need some time to myself or maybe i just kind of like need to rediscover what i really want in a partner because that that's sometimes also the case you know mm. then i would suggest take a pause and just you know take some time to yourself but um yeah that's what i would Damn, say this pause has been really <laughs> <laughs> straight into it but what does in terms of advice obviously like advice you would give to your clients would be unique to their situation sure, yeah. a lot more structured but mm. in that period of like taking time for yourself self-work what kind of things would you advise someone to do in that period to get back to their best self so they're ready to start dating again mm, that's a really good question I would say, I would say, hmm. I mean, I think there are like two facets here. So I would say one branch is like the, the self-love stuff, which I think, I mean, social media has really mm-hmm. bastardized it a lot. But but what I, what I mean by self-love is to start to develop a relationship with your body, with your mind and body. So, you know, through meditation, through mindfulness practices, um, through journaling, you know, because again, so, like a lot of us have a really like negative inner critic as well. Mm. Girl, I hate my so, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so we need to be able to, we, we essentially need to learn how, well, the question that I would ask my, my clients normally is, treat yourself how you expect someone else to treat you in a relationship so what would that what would that look like so you know that would look like having compassion for you for yourself you know so when you do have negative thoughts challenge them you know don't don't have don't just let them linger um and yeah and and like the other stuff that i mentioned before um but also on the other hand i would say push yourself out of your comfort zone and broaden your horizon broaden your you know your environment because the more you get to explore what is out there the more you actually think oh okay well actually what i was perhaps used to or what it is that i'm usually maybe attracted to is maybe not necessarily what i want any Mm. anymore you know there's there's a whole world out there go out and explore you know so, so yeah, I think those are kind of like two main things that I would say. So self-care and yeah, getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I feel like it's hard because I'm generalizing. I don't yeah. think a lot of people allow themselves like that space to like love themselves or like pour love like back into themselves. Mm. Yeah. And like, even if they're having like a bad time to just like give themselves that respect and look after themselves like Mm. what you said about being like really negatively critiquing yourself Mm. like i feel like i'm also that type of person i feel like we and we do as well Mm. we'll be like oh like i'm this i'm that and you don't really realize i guess the weight that it carries when you're consistently so then how are you supposed to like go out with your best self if you're just like a cloud of negativity yeah absolutely (laughs) so true (laughs) do you know (laughs) what i mean yeah yeah well i mean you kind of like have to imagine right like if 
if you would imagine someone else speaking to you in that way, like would you would you be mm. would you be okay with that? You know, oh, or yeah. or would you be okay with someone speaking to, um speaking in that manner to I don't know maybe like a a cousin or mm. you know a, a nephew or whatever? Like would that be okay? You know, so so yeah, you have to put things into perspective, and we often overlook yeah. those, those things. Yeah. I think it's it's hard though because in the context of like relationships if you've gone through so many situations that obviously ended up badly and for whatever the case may be you're looking at yourself and blaming yourself only because it's like you don't have another reference point right if I've been in four relationships and they've not worked out the common Mm. denominator is me so like obviously there's so much more behind that in terms of maybe you're going for the wrong type of guy and you're have expectations in men that they can't deliver fine like appreciate all of that Mm. but like on a one plus one equals two level it's so easy for you to then be like well i'm shit i'm the problem no one likes me like no one likes me harry hang it up like let's all go home like it's so easy i think the difficult part is challenging that and working through and seeing things objectively that no i am fine i am beautiful i am great i have so much to offer the world let me wear my best dress and go out but it's not as easy, really. Like, like saying it is one thing, but believing, believing it, it is like a journey yeah. in itself. Yeah. And what has really helped, because like for me, considering that I've had quite a traumatic, you know, um, upbringing and I've had quite traumatic experiences, I, I also had a very terrible, you know, inner critic and self-view of myself. So it took a long time for me to work through that. But what really helped me was to seek out evidence to support what it is that I'm, you know, I'm challenging essentially. Mm. So, so, you know, for instance, if I had idea that no one liked me because of whatever reason, Mm. um, you know, I, I would, for instance, maybe go out or, but in my case, I, I travel, I like to solo travel. So, you know, I, uh, I went to Orlando a couple, a couple years back and I went alone and, I met a group of girls there and we just instantly clicked and we've been like this ever since, you know? So, and, and they constantly affirm me and they constantly send me so much love and, you know, like, so that for me was essential because Dan instilled the idea that, okay, well, actually I am likable. Actually Mm. people do love me and people do accept me. And, you know, just because I've, experienced you know people who don't necessarily like me or don't want to be around me or whatever for whatever case may be they may just not be my people or they may have just been people that were there for a season and that is okay you know so so yeah so seeking out evidence to support the the woman that you want to want to be or want to become Mm. that helps i have a question yeah sure What do you <laughs> I'm really battling with this thing at the moment, which is I don't think I'm my type's type. Mm. And how do you how do you like because it it feels like it sucks. It's like why don't the people that I'm attracted yeah. to or like physically, why are they not attracted to me? And it's like I'm about it's like am I just ugly kind of thing? Mm. And I, that's a very, like, I feel like a lot of people might mm. be experiencing that as well. Like, that's a very difficult thing to maybe come yeah. to terms with that, like, 
maybe you're really reaching for the stars and you can't reach it. <laughs> I don't know how to put it. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I think, <laughs> I think what I would maybe ask you is what makes you, what makes you think that? Have they, has, has anyone ever told you that? No, actually, no, you're not my type. No. Okay. But? But I don't attract them either. I don't get to the point where they can be like, you're not my type, so I don't even get there. Okay. okay. Like, like, if you're out or whatever. Yeah. So you're at the clubs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know what like my type is. Mm. And, and it was like, but they will never, like, they just don't gravitate maybe towards me. But have you ever went up to them? That's taking way too long. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's taking think, way then, too long. That's just like a fear of rejection, right? Right. So, so it's like... so it's okay, right? So essentially, <laughs> you've you've maybe constructed in your mind that that you're not their type. Like you've already kind of like yeah. made up yeah. your mind that they're that I'm not their type. So not essentially, what 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 you may be doing unconsciously is to um put those fears into reality. I mean, there's a saying for that, right? But I, I can't, it's, it's skipping my mind now. But, um... Like yeah. self-fulfilling prophecy. That's yeah. it, yeah. Right. Yeah. And that can be a completely unconscious Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, process. because I didn't even realise that actually, I don't really actually go up to the people that no. I fancy, ever. Mm. I'm just a little shy girl in the corner, like, oh, you're not me. shy. Come on. Oh, yeah. I think in the, the context thing. of dating, she in gets dating, really shy. In dating, I'm mm. just like... Yeah, I'm a very shy person. Mm. Like I'm, I'm like a an introvert extrovert. But especially when it comes to men, I feel like I am really shy. Like I don't have that confidence. But I think around them. Obviously, I'm not, I'm not fair for someone the expert. But mm. I actually think in knowing you, I don't think that you're innately shy with men. I think it's your experiences have led you to become this person mm. that's a lot more reserved and yeah. trying to protect yourself from getting hurt, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. So th- then it well okay. So where are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, because the reason no because I can I can say like I can say two things here. I can either say, um, are you okay with where you're at now, in terms of your dating life? Like, are you satisfied? Well, yeah. Right now I am. Right now you are okay. Yeah. All right, and then leave it at that. But if you like, if you're not, if you want to create changes, yeah, then I would suggest to do things different, and you have to really stretch yourself. Then, by you know, again, collecting evidence, so going up to them, and not even with the intention of, oh, I'm gonna, you know, get his number or whatever. But even if it's just to go up and have a chat and see how that goes, yeah, see how that energy flows. You know, and just do that and over and over again. So, so then your brain, you're th- essentially training your brain. That, oh, actually, mm. they are interested in me because we, you know, we're having a chat, we're having a bit of a flirt and whatever. And and yeah, you, so you keep pushing mm. yourself. Yeah. 
yeah gives you that that's reassurance. very interesting because sometimes like on dating diaries we'll like give each other like weekly tasks <laughs> we'll be, like this week you're gonna go and like you're gonna talk to a man oh, we never and, do it. Yeah. i mean we never do it but like it i guess it's the same thing it's just like giving yourself those like small challenges mm. to listen girlies if you think you're not your type's type <laughs> maybe you're doing a mean you're not actually even talking to them so how are they going to be your type Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe you even look standoffish. You never yeah, know. Yeah, there's that as well. Mm. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah, it's it's all about energy a lot of times when you know when you do meet new people. Yeah. Like you know when you meet someone, regardless of, of gender, but when you meet someone and you can just tell there's something something is off. off yeah. yeah. It's like mm. not my type, yeah. Yeah. Or or you just not really not really mm. vibing. You can't really pinpoint what it is, but it's just it's, it's just like, there. And yeah, it's <laughs> just it's just an energy. Yeah. So, you know, so if you feel maybe shy or slightly insecure or you're not really confident you're not really feel don't really feel good in your skin it it shows oh. even if you try if even if you don't want to you know you're giving but it bad shows. Vibes. yeah unintentionally unintentionally oh dear Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. Because I actually got a uh, example for me in, in terms of like my experience. Like there was a period of time where I felt like because, you know, I am curvy um and you know i've got the small waist the bum and the hips and the, uh, so mm. like you know so guys tend to gravitate towards me but they come off with a very i don't know kind of like a very hungry kind of mm. energy right and it's it's almost immediately quite sexual yeah. from the from the get-go because they said they tend to sexualize my body but what i found was that because if again with my experience of having men basically approach me in that manner unconsciously i've trained myself to appease that mm. so so i so i was getting like that very sexual very aggressive like energy but i was giving that as well unconsciously mm. and and like <laughs> and by the end of of those like encounters i would think like but why do they always treat me like i'm some walking sex toy like right. what is this yeah, but it's the energy, like again, unconsciously, I've just trained myself. Like, oh well, they they see me as this walking, talking sex toy. So, in order to again not want to feel rejected, you know, I want to appease them. I do want to be desired. Mm. I do want to be in relationship. I do want to be all of these different things, right? So you then kind of give into that energy, and you give the energy off as well. Mm. And then I guess in that situation, was it the case that like? if a guy approached you, but he wasn't giving that like hungry energy, then you'd think he doesn't like you. Or, or just like, mm, what's oh, this? Oh, turn you off. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. But I guess yeah. now you, you've worked through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I've, and I've worked through that now. Yeah, yeah, No, And, and it's, it's, it's beautiful. Um, I met someone 
uh, through well, through Hinge, I think. Yeah. <gasps> Hinge. Oh my god. <laughs> and um, but how we how we initially met, which was it's funny. Like again, not like my ty- not my type on paper, mm. if you like. So I didn't even again. I didn't really go into that in into that interaction of like oh let me try and date this guy or whatever whatever like i was just more of like only friendly vibe because mm. we liked kind of like similar things or whatever so as time progressed i noticed how i felt in his presence in in terms of like that sense of safety mm. the sense of comfort feeling heard you know, he's genuinely curious and interested about what I do, you know, and and my story and genuinely want to get to know me and all of that other stuff that was, was normally at the forefront, that was secondary. That wasn't even a thing for him. So when I had that experience, I was like, oh, gosh, actually, it can be different, mm-hmm. you know, and and I can feel safe in a relationship. Like, I, I can have a healthy dynamic mm. with a man and it doesn't have to be chaos and yeah. trauma and all, all of that stuff it can actually be okay and and I, I sense myself always trying to find loopholes of course I was I was about to ask yeah that, like how do you you're going from extremes right what you know yeah that is not actually like normal and yeah you're going something that looks a bit more normal but it's so different and foreign yeah did you find yourself second guessing and like what advice would you give to someone who's in that situation to not self-sabotage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so you will try to sabotage it but like in my in my case and and again it's just a beautiful story because he was very patient with me and like mm-hmm. he understood so every time when i tried to pull pull back and you know run away like well you know i'm, I'm just gonna be here you know whenever you're ready <laughs> you can go back and, and you know so so there was that push and pull at, at first but because he kind of persisted and he knew why it was happening mm-hmm. because we had those conversations, conversations. and he, he knew my story so he understood um so so yeah so when it is difficult when you're when you're trying to sabotage yourself well try to catch yourself but also try to have conversations with people who love you and, and know mm. you and try to get that feedback mm-hmm. um, because then they will be able to give you kind of like an outsider's perspective in terms of like what's going on. Mm. Because if you kind of like keep it in your head and you just stew on it and then like it just, the, the situation just seems mm. to get worse and worse and you know, it's a, a, a catastrophe and like you need to you need to get out and you need to end it right now and all of these things. But like if you've got someone say, well, okay, actually pause. Um, and it's actually maybe not as bad as you think you it think, is yeah. or or it's something that we c- you can both work on or you know, whatever and just try to kind of like brainstorm with you. That That helps, definitely. Yeah. I am just like so mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> I can literally, I'll just sit here like, yeah. Yeah, tell yeah. me more. Tell <laughs> me more. I just, I think as well, it's just hard because like you sit here and you, and it's, I feel like everyone knows what they have to do. Mm. And then just doing it is hard. And then when the other person isn't following your script, it's difficult. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is yeah. hard. It's like yeah. you're off script. Like this isn't like 
mm. come on like i've done the work i'm doing what i need to yeah, do I need and now to you're throwing it. me and it's like whoa like it wasn't meant yeah. to be like this but then again you also have to bear in mind that you may have done the work you may mm. have but they may not, not have and they mo- they might not be where you're at right now yeah so so it's kind of like well either you know d- in in those cases i would i would maybe say are they at least open enough to learn and to put in the work and and to be remain curious and all these all of these things but if they're not and they're just not trying to meet you halfway then mm. you know it's not it's not your job mm. to try to get be the therapist yeah. Yeah. in in that relationship or try to fix them yeah yeah you have to choose yourself at the end of the day yeah i want to quickly go back to energies mm. and giving off um and like obviously that now i know can count towards the type of person you attract i feel like a lot of women have in their mind the type of person they want so you know someone that's like got a good job someone that's respectable and <laughs> someone that like wants to look after you and this and that but is what is my question how do you attract how you? do you attract like though like that kind of like caliber of man that like has the values that like you want mm-hmm. I, I know it's not life as easy as going through <laughs> this because <laughs> I think yeah. that's um, a lot of like young women especially like my age especially where we're at is it's hard to, to come across and come by and it's like okay at what point is it like yeah <laughs> but what makes you think that it's it's hard to come by or come across I think just because it hasn't happened in in your world in, yeah, right yeah so that's what i what i meant by um earlier okay. try to expand your world because again in like the you know the guy that i'm with now if i wasn't on hinge for instance we would have never crossed path hmm. paths at all like we just lived two completely completely different lives in that sense so, but before I met him, I thought like, well, yeah, all the guys, they're all the same and it's all just... Boring. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Boring. But, you know, if you expand the world that you're in, you get to see it like, oh, okay, so there is something else yeah. mm. out there, you know. But it's up to you to want to, like, expand, yeah, expand really, yeah. <laughs> no, um... My question is kind of like similarly related. Obviously, mm. in your situation now, not to say you're completely like opposites, but you're different and it's different yeah. to what you knew. Do you think that like really good partnerships are where you're the two people are not so alike? Ah. And like the whole like opposites attract, like where do yeah. you stand on like opposites attract? And because I always, I've always been that person that's like, oh my God, I want a guy that's like the male version of me. I want him to do, mm. but that doesn't, it doesn't work and I'm kind of like mm. opening myself up now to like dating guys that maybe are different to me but they're actually presenting the qualities that I'm looking right. for in a man. It's just that, I don't know, we might not particularly like the same thing. Yeah. But it, like how important mm. is that? Is that? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think there are two ways here that you can go about it. I mean, the first thing is there does need to be an element of balance, mm. right? So like you said, so... I don't even necessarily want to say the complete opposites attract or, or whatever, but for instance, I'm quite a alpha woman, if mm. you like. So 
if I'm attracting an well an alpha man or in my in my in you know uh, in my previous experiences I I was attracting alpha like dominant men and they wanted me to be more submissive and feminine oh my god that was literally my next question like please but but yeah so (laughs) like that is just not that is not me Mm. so there will be that kind of like fight almost of of them trying to you know dominate me and me just not giving in And, and that is not helpful now in terms of like now for instance he is he is still masculine and he still you know he still steps into his role as a man if you like but mm. he also has a very delicate sensitive side to him that, that more of that feminine side then mm. that that I need really and that is what keeps the you know keeps the balance, balance. yeah yeah so yeah, and I kind of like forgot the question. Could the you question. repeat the question uh, again? Like, just where do you stand on like the whole like opposites attract and? Yeah, no, okay, yeah, yeah that would be my answer. I would yeah. say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I so I know that you you do work about like femininity, and well, I I don't know what the work is, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether it's encouraging it or not. But there's always like these things on like TikTok and I know TikTok is literally like you can get some great advice and then there's this like some girl <laughs> sat in her bedroom like you should do this, you should do that. Yeah. Um there's loads of things about like, you know, like sitting in your feminine energy and like mm. being a bit more feminine and that way you'll get a bit more of a masculine man and someone that like wants to take care of mm. you, like damsel like, in distress. Damsel in distress, and... like take the lead. I feel like we both naturally are not very feminine mm. i'm sorry i'm no 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 yeah i mean yeah feminine women in that sense like we're very yeah. like, headstrong yeah like, know what we want like mm. put our foot down like not really yeah. gonna be like babe can you get this i'll do it myself like yeah. i don't really need anyone to be honest mm. what like how do you balance being that but still being able to like sit in your feminine energy and allow the man to be the man yeah um, yeah yeah no absolutely I mean, I don't necessarily do femininity work per se, because I honestly think it's bullshit. Like, I don't necessarily Mm. believe in that. I mean, I feel like gender, like that is a social construct. So, you know, but that's a different conversation altogether. So, um, but what I would say is, again, in terms of balance, right? You need to create a space for your man, whoever you're dating, to you know to step into their role essentially because like you say well yeah I, I don't really need i don't really need a man well okay yeah well he's gonna feel useless then mm. really right and then again it could be an unconscious thing you may not necessarily say that to him in, in his face but he can sense it in the way that you move and the things that you say and he can pick up on that and he's like well, well why the hell am i what, what am i here then so you know allowing them to you know to look after you, to be of service to you, allowing them to show up for you as you would show up for them as well, mm. because you know it, it goes both ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like because you know some people may find that very difficult, and like some women, when I say people, to like break that down mm. and just allow themselves to like accept mm. that. Yeah. I feel like that's also a big thing. Yeah, especially 
I feel like sometimes black women go through like accepting Absolutely. that love and like not having like letting down that guard and that that sort of you don't have to be strong and yeah tough you and don't it, have yeah. to be this strong black woman like you can mm. be fragile mm. and be strong but like yeah. be fragile and independent but just letting someone i feel like that's just something mm. that a lot of women really need to Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's why I specifically work with high achieving, you know, modern women mm. because we do tend to wear all of the hats and do all of the things and be everything f- to everyone, right? Well, what I what I would encourage women to do is be able to let go and just be and just be okay with being good enough as just as how you come essentially, mm. um, and you know, and again that that kind of like go-getting kind of energy that that does transfer in a relationship and that can be overwhelming for men and especially considering that we are going through an evolution right like women we can pretty much do whatever mm-hmm. yeah in in this in this day and age or in most parts of the world anyway uh, not not everywhere so men are still trying to catch up to the fact that we don't need technically it. need them. Mm. We, don't, we don't need them to sign off on things. We don't yeah. need them to buy stuff. We, we can do it all ourselves. So we need to try to find the right balance between, yes, you are you know, a go-getter and you've got your own stuff and you, know, you can look after yourself and everything else, but to also create a space where a man can facilitate... Mm. Um, you know that 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 serve being of service and then yeah. being the protector or being the provider, whatever the case may be. Yeah. So, okay. So you work with like high achieving women yeah. who naturally, like you said, would be like go getters, and they're able to like I guess like set boundaries in the workplace and set expectations and all those things mm-hmm. that if you translate it into relationship might seem overwhelming to a man, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you ba- how do you balance like? making clear what your expectations are boundaries maybe even demanding certain things like if you like kind of showing them how to treat you and how to love you like i would like you to show up here and there without it seeming overwhelming or dominant mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. that makes sense maybe if i do an example of like i don't know you want your guy to like come and pick you up from somewhere or something i don't know like is mm. that is it too much to say or is it like no let me be the woman and hope that he is psychic and will just be the man. Like I don't like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because I I I, yeah. I I I always found that like being like really like great at work and assertive. I could never do that mm. in a relationship, which in itself is like work to be done. But I could never really like assert myself. And maybe it was that fear of if I if I'm too much, it would be too much, and he would leave. Mm. But he left anyway. He wasn't the right one. Mm. But, <laughs> no, but and that yeah. is it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. If they leave, they're just they're just not yeah. the right person anyway. So, but 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 yeah, just to like go back. Um, sorry. Repeat. Repeat the question again. How do you balance like being assertive yeah, in being a relationship assertive, right. without it being too much? Right. Intimidating. Yeah, intimidating. Yeah, like not wanting yeah. to scare them Inti- off. It's it's about it's about tonality and it's about the language you use. Right. So if you, for instance, there, there was this, this topic that came up in, uh, with one of my clients, um, like she's dating someone and he spends a ridiculous amount on like trainers and, and, and things mm. or whatever. And, and it, it annoys her and they tend to like argue about it because like, well, that is my money. I can spend on, mm. on, you know, that kind of money if I want to. But, um, but like in her mind, so she's like, well, 
if we want to build a, a future together, like you need to be sensible with your money. So like, mm. what, what are we doing? So, but, um, so, you know, so she said, well, yeah, we tend to argue about it. And I said, well, okay, well, how about ask him, ask him, why do you feel like you need to spend this amount? Or why do you feel like you need to spend this amount at this frequency, for instance? Like, what is it, what is the meaning behind that? And that, that is not even, it's not even in a, in a, uh, yeah, kind of like a backhanded way, but mm. it's just kind of like, ask, you know, again, like why, like mm. just understand why, just be curious. Um, and, you know, and if he then, you know, responds of like, okay, well, I don't know, it, it, it makes me feel, I don't know. I mean, any, it could be anything, right? You can then use that point as a prompt for like, okay, well, how come do you feel like you need to do that through mm. buying buying trainers? Like, what if we could think about you know whatever goal it is that you got that you guys share, and how would that how would that feel? How would make that how would that make you feel mm. right? And try to connect the dots mm. because sometimes people cannot necessarily connect the dots themselves. So sometimes you kind of like have to help connect the dots for them mm. and and again just being curious just having that conversation uh really that's that's what i'm thinking about <laughs> See that's your face. You know, because I'm, I'm like nah a relationship coach is required because if i went to my girls or someone came to me with that dilemma i'd be, I'd be, like, I'd be like he's weird like why is he buying trainers all the time like Get away. <laughs> <laughs> and that is not I'm healthy. Be like, let's sit down and think about the reason, reason why we <laughs> need to do that. But that's what I mean. No one has patience. Yeah. And it's just communication. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think as well, people don't know how to communicate. Yeah. Any well, mm. I don't know if they ever did. Some people do. But it is like really It's work, yeah. It is work. And understanding like the way men think and the way women think is so different. Yeah. Mm. Like they're very matter of fact, they're yeah. very emotional. Like yeah. it's just the way it is and they're very solution based and we're mm. just like I would actually would like to argue that. Oh sorry. I think oh, no, yeah. I think no, I think I think men are highly emotional. Do you know what I agree? Yeah, yes yeah. they are. Yes Yes they fucking are. <laughs> <laughs> yes they fucking are. And they don't know how to handle it. They don't know how to handle it. And then they'll shut down. Yeah. They don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to process it. And then it manifests itself in very wild, wild ways. So, yeah, so they're highly emotional. I agree. I also screw myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. No, I love that. Before we start to wrap up, Mm. I just want to dig deeper into your work as a relationship coach. You've kind of touched on it. If somebody's listening and they want to, you know, inquire or they just want to know, like, what does what do the sessions and like the services you offer look like? Yes. So I've got a six month coaching program, which is a group coaching program for women. Um, So if you are interested in getting to know more about the program, then, you know, you can always reach out to me via DMs um, or an email. Um, and, And yeah, and what the group consists of is essentially every month we go through a theme um and it all addresses trauma or overcoming trauma um thinking about your attachment why is that attachment style 
you know, how, how why did you adopt that attachment style um, and what does it look like for you? Uh, and how can you move into a more secure attachment, right? So there's insecure and secure. So how can we move you into more secure attachment style? Um, and yeah, so, so that is basically what the program entails. But if you want a quick win, I've got a freebie for Ooh. for everyone that they can download. So that is basically a value based partner compatibility compatibility assessment that they can download. And so if you go on to the power of the power of pulse uh, dot info for that workbook. Um, and yeah, all you have to do is just put in your name and your email so I can send it over to you. And and yeah, so that will go through some of the stuff that we've talk, sp- spoken about already, about what you find important in relationships. You know, what does that look like? How can you make that assessment when you are seeing someone or if you are in a relationship and you think, hmm, there's something going on here, I'm not quite <laughs> sure what, then, you know, that could be a good tool to use. So yeah. Cool. We'll definitely put that link in yeah, the, we'll put the link description in. wherever yeah. everyone is listening. Do you offer one on ones? Because obviously, group like do people have to talk about their business in the group. <laughs> do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, feel like group settings are really helpful. Incredibly helpful to hear other people and also know you're not alone. Yeah, true. True. Uh, th- that's it. It's in- it's incredibly helpful. You know, a lot of transformation happens it- when women come together and mm. share and you know, and be vulnerable uh, and basically feel like there's a sisterhood, you know? So, so yeah. But, but I do also offer one-to-one yeah, just, just at a case. higher price point, but, yeah. you know, never <laughs> that. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, that is, that is, that is also like, um, something that I offer. We just had a couple questions. Oh, gosh, yeah. I okay. want them answered. So the first one was, is it possible uh, for your, is it possible your partner can hinder your drive because they're lacking it? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unfortunately, so because and and more often that obviously stems from their own securities, yeah. right? That they're projecting onto you. Sorry, I just want to. I said this last week. If there's an insecure man, <laughs> yeah. run, run yeah. away mm. because yeah, right. Am I right? No, no, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I just want to make sure. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, do you know? Because I feel like we all have some level of insecurities right so and again it ties back to what i said earlier are they willing to be open and make changes are they willing to have those difficult conversations with you because it's okay to feel insecure and and to feel like you know they're they're lacking in in some way or they they thought they're falling behind or whatever not meeting your expectations or whatever the case may be but when it becomes problematic is if they just project that onto you and just cause you harm. When if when on the other hand, if they say, okay, well, actually, I am feeling quite insecure about X, Y, and Z. I'm not quite sure what to do about it, but can we work through it together? Like that is a completely different outlook on it. You know, so if they do have that outlook, then you can work with that. But but yeah, if they don't want to acknowledge what's going on and just causing you harm then yeah no but Go. i do feel like that's quite a, still a difficult conversation to have because it's like okay now we're having this conversation you're like look i'm feeling a bit jealous or mm. undervalued or like i'm not really hitting goals like you are like mm. i feel a type of way it's like okay so like, like, how do you move forward from that it's like what do i stop like i'm still going to continue what i'm doing how is how is are you all of a sudden your feelings going to change 
no they're they're not going to essentially change and you don't necessarily have to change anything about because it's not obviously it's not about you per se it's not something that you've done wrong it's obviously about them and how they process their emotions and things but if you can be you know open enough to have those conversations with them and they are willing to do the work themselves right and then ask also what they need from you so you can support them through it that is a good collaboration i would say Mm. yeah question sorry just like making it like very basic Do, do you not think that maybe like they're just not compatible like at what point do you actually mm. say like I'm really driven, I'm really motivated, self motivated, I'm really determined, and you're not? Like maybe we're just not. It depends on what you find important. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the person doesn't put in much importance in their partner. Being yeah. Like that, right? Yeah, because I mean, if if you're with someone who treats you incredibly well Fine. and is you know and does everything what 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 you need. From them mm. essentially but they're just not that driven it's right. you kind of like have to ask yourself do you put you know more importance on the him being driven mm. than on the other stuff so got you kind it. of like yeah got it way. right yeah <laughs> and that's why the partner compatibility assessment is really important so just a quick question on that so what happens so you fill it out and then do you get like a so you so there are there are four parts and essentially it just it's kind of like a guide that helps you think about what your values are in life so what what do you really find important beyond the what i call the the shiny stuff you know um so you know what so what do you find really important and assess how much of that is reflected in your current relationship in your dating situation etc and then you can come to a conclusion. Well, either this is something that we can work on, because I mean, some of some of it is reflected, but it could be better, mm. and you could work through it, or it's just not present at, at all. all. Then you probably know, like, okay, yeah, this is a problem. <laughs> Damn, yeah. girls are gonna get triggered. Okay, another question we had was, <clears throat> how do you stop attracting men that are lazy slash low effort? Mm. And I, I'm I'm interpreting low effort as in in the relationship. Yeah, I like guess. don't want to do anything, or even like in dating, like don't yeah. want to go out, don't want to like do like can't even do the bare minimum. Mm. Mm. Well, then it's not really a relationship, then surely, right? Oh, I think. But actually, I guess you could be in a relationship where they're just not showing up. Like oh, they're not they showing are, up yeah. in like the it, relationship. Yeah, yeah, like it is low. Oh wait. Or even if it's like situation, I don't like know. Situ- How, How do, do you, you stop, stop attracting men that are lazy, low effort? Lazy and low. Effort. It feels like in the I context mean, of dating. In the yeah. context yeah. of dating, dating. yeah. Then, uh, look, if I my my mantra is, if it feels like hard work, it's not meant That's to be. That's what my mom says. It shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be hard. And you know, if all you're asking for is to feel seen, you know, feel healed, feel feel loved, and you know. That 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 do, that doesn't require that much effort. So if they're not showing up, you know, then they're just not that into you, maybe, or they're just they're just not interested in relationships as uh, you know as a whole either. So yeah. Yeah. No. So I just have a question. Like no, Uh-oh. because no, no, I'm about to get pissed off up in here. Why do men do Uh-oh. this thing mm-hmm. where it's like they will move to you mm-hmm. and then not put in effort? 
what is that about? Like, leave me alone if you know that you're not willing to. Sorry, this is like my old life re-traumatized by the way but like i just think it's rude and i feel like a lot of women go through that where like a guy will approach them act like they're really into it for like a week and then it's like you're chasing them but you came to me mm. so how did we get here where i'm chasing you mm. sometimes and I, I don't think this is exclusive to men i think women women can do this as well where they they just want to seek again that evidence of like oh have can I, I can I can I get this fine fine young lady and then they just just go through that process and then once you know you've shown your interest and you know we, we, you know you you are at a point where you are giving the attention and everything else like oh, okay yeah, I've still got it bye <laughs> and, and so, so sometimes <laughs> sometimes people can do that but but again if you think about it psychologically right maybe they do have some sense of insecurity in some way in, in some way shape or form and just having that experience of feeling chosen mm. that can give them that can, yeah that f could feed their ego could you know give them like a morale boost or whatever whatever it is yeah half the time they're not even deserving of time mm. that's what's actually more yeah and then it all comes back to you <laughs> Yeah, and then it's like, now I'm upset. Yeah, and I yeah. don't even like you anyway. Yeah, I've got to set boundaries. Oh, yeah, God. Set, yeah, exactly. Setting boundaries and, and communicating them well mm. from the get-go. How do you do that? Like, I, like, how? How are you, like, or, like, or even, or like, setting boundaries and also setting your standards. Like, this is where I'm at. If you can't, like, I'm not gonna, like, I find it so difficult mm. to be, like, no, I don't want that kind of treatment. I want good treatment. Mm -hmm. But then, and should you have to say it as well? I, I think, have yeah. To say it? Yeah, of course. How do you say without hurting someone's? Forget their feelings, bro. No, like, I feel like if if you're not being rude and brash, yeah. you're just having a you're just saying what you need like that. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm like, like I'm from a holiday where I am. We just say things yeah, as it is. Like if, if we need, we are very direct. So I don't see the problem. Yeah. Just say what's on your mind. Sensitive, man. <laughs> just say what's on your mind, but just be, I would say, just be mindful of the language that you use. Mm. Yeah. Just don't go and be- You're a broke ass bitch anyway. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah don't be confrontational. <laughs> that's not gonna get you anywhere. Yeah. But yeah, if you're just open and say, "Well, I, I need this and this because it makes me this and this," that's enough. Mm, we got this. I hope everyone has taken away what they needed to take away today. This has been sensational, stunning vibes. Where can we find you on socials? Yes, yeah, so you can find me on all the socials, but I'm only active on Instagram and YouTube. Um, so it's at Dr. Florencia underscore. So yeah. Stunning. I feel like this isn't the last we're going to have you on here. Oh no. Really? I feel like we have to come back like a year from now, now and be like... And be like honestly and if you are part of our patreon family we are about to record date and die it's gonna be juicy because we've yeah. got an expert in the building and we're getting into <laughs> yeah that what's going on right now actually happening in our lives <sighs> um so you can join patreon remember that uh the link is in the description and it's three pounds a month it's cheaper than your prep coffee yep 
and we'll see you girlies next week thank you so much for thank coming you. thank you bye bye judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.